Theme Time Radio Hour is brought to you by Cadillac. It's nighttime in the big city. The pawn shop owner shuts his iron gate. A man realizes he's in love. It's theme time radio hour with your host, Bob Dylan. Hello, bonjour, hola. As we told me on our hello show, there's many ways to say hello. Well, I hope you're taking notes, because this week we're going to use them. Last year, we did a show called Musical Map. It was all about traveling. But in that case, it was restricted to places in the United States. Well, I want you folks thinking that I'm xenophobic. So welcome to our Around the World show. As of 2007, the U.S. State Department recognizes 193 independent states or countries. I'm not saying we're going to visit all of them, but we got a whole pile of songs about some of the most beautiful places on Earth. And like all trips I've taken, it starts right here in the United States. I've always felt bad for Rhode Island. I mean, sure, its motto is hope. It has an official shellfish, the Quahog. It has over a million people living there, but it still doesn't get a lot of respect. It's probably because it's the smallest state in the Union. You can drive through it in an hour. Howard Dietz and Arthur Schwartz wrote a musical review called Inside USA. In that review, I think this song was sung by Jack Haley, the Tin Man from The Wizard of Oz. We're going to hear it, however, by a singer with a distinctive name and even more distinctive voice. There's Blossom Deary, and Rhode Island is famous for you. Copper comes from Arizona, peaches come from Georgia, and lobsters come from Maine. The wheat fields are the sweet fields of Nebraska, and Kansas gets bonanzas from the grain. Old whiskey comes from old Kentucky. Ain't the country lucky? New Jersey gives us glue. And you, you come from Rhode Island. And little old Rhode Island is famous for you. Cotton comes from Louisiana. Gophers from Montana. And spuds from Idaho. They plow land in the cow land of Missouri Where most beef meant for roast beef seems to grow Grand Canyons come from Colorado Gold comes from Nevada Divorces also do And you, you come from Rhode Island Little old Rhode Island is famous for you Pencils come from Pennsylvania, vests from West Virginia, and tents from Tennessee. They know mink where they grow mink in Wyoming. A camp chair in New Hampshire, that's for me. And minnows come from Minnesota, coats come from Dakota. But why should you be blue? For you, you come from Rhode Island. Don't let them ride Rhode Island. It's famous for 
was Blossom Deary. What could you say about her? Her name kind of sums her up. Rhode Island is famous for you. Here are some other people Rhode Island is famous for. George M. Cohan, Nelson Eddy, Peter and Bobby Farrelly, Spalding Gray, H.P. Lovecraft, Gilbert Stewart, and tennis saxophone player Scott Hamilton. Rhode Islanders all. This is Theme Time Radio Hour, a musical journey around the seven continents. Here is the world, a world of mighty oceans, winding rivers, towering mountains, drifting deserts, deep forests. A world of beauty for the enjoyment of travelers everywhere. Whether you travel the high seas, wander your way over the broad highways, soar swiftly above the clouds, or roll along over shining ribbons of steel, the natural wonders of the world are waiting for you. Just a stone's throw from the United States border is another great country that you can find some excitement in without having to travel too far. Mexico has over 107 million people. The Rio Grande is Mexico's longest river and marks the border with the United States. The Aztecs were also called Mexica, and that's where the country takes its modern name. The coasters sing all about it. Here they are on the Atco record label. Down in Mexico. So if you're south of the border I mean a dog 
cat named Joe. He wears a red bandana, plays a blues piano in a honky tonk down in Mexico. He wears a purple sash and a black mustache in a honky tonk down in Mexico. From the border, that is in the Mexico. Yeah, sight Mexico. Yeah, we can get your kicks in Mexico. Come with me, baby. Come with me. Come with me. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. That was down in Mexico by the coasters. While you're down in Mexico, you might see the films of El Santo. He was the most famous of the masked wrestlers. He appeared in 52 movies and actually wrestled for almost 50 years. If you like to see Santo, you can't do better than The Man in the Silver Mask, The Evil Brain, and Santo vs. the Zombies. But there's 49 more. They're all the same. Mask guy beats up bad guys, and I'm sure you'll find one that meets your taste. This is Theme Time Radio Hour, and we're traveling around the world. Let's take a moment and grab an email. This one comes from Bill Brady. He's right to us from North Dakota. Bismarck. Bill writes, Dear Bob, I've been recording all your shows, and I plan on taking them with me when I drive coast to coast this summer. I've heard you play a lot of Tex-Mex music, and I've always been fascinated by Mexican musical sounds. Where'd they get that crazy sound from? Signed, Bill Pretty. Well, Bill, music is always the result of the people who live there. The people who live there are influenced by the people who travel there. Many styles of Mexican music have German influences. For instance, Cujunto, which features the accordion, was strongly influenced by Germans who brought their Kumpa-style music south of the border. Tex-Mex, which is heavy on the horn, Tejano, and of course the Banda, which is similar to the polka. That's why you hear so many Germanic, almost Polish-sounding polkas. Hope that helps you, Bill. Thanks for listening. While we're down in Mexico, we should show what an influence other types of music were. For instance, Freddie Fender heard people like Fats Domino and Big Joe Turner and started a garage band. I mean an actual garage band. He recorded a lot of these in one of his band members' garage. He recorded them under the name Eddie and the Shades. He also recorded some under the name Scotty Wayne and Eddie Medina. It wasn't until years later the world knew him as Freddie Fender. Here's the Acapulco Rock. El Acapulco Rock, El Acapulco Rock, todos están bailando, El Acapulco Rock.
Acapulco Rock, todos bailando el Acapulco Rock. El rack de la prisión, pero en Acapulco es purito corazón. this week on Theme Time Radio Hour. Stick around. It's smooth sailing with the highly successful sound of wonderful Radio London. There's only one song I want to play about London. Actually, there's two songs I want to play about London. Let's play this first one. It's by an American. Here's Warren Zeman and Werewolves of London. I saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand Walking through the streets of Soho in the rain He was looking for the place called Lee Ho Get a big dish of beef chow man Ah-hoo, werewolves of London Ah-hoo Ah-hoo, werewolves of London Ah-hoo You hear him howling around your kitchen door You better not let him in Little old lady got mutilated late last night Werewolves of London again Walking with 
the queen <clears throat> Doing the werewolves of London I saw a werewolf drinking a pina colada at Trader Vic's His hair was perfect That was Juan Zeman and Werewolves of London. Werewolves are beings that look human, except for during the full moon when they turn into wolves uncontrollably. Even the man whose heart is pure and says his prayers at night can change to a wolf when the wolf bend moves and the full moon is shining bright. It used to be believed that werewolves were able to turn their skin inside out. That's how they would hide the fur when they were human. For this reason, people suspected of being a werewolf often have their bodies ripped open so the people suspecting them can find the fur. There's only one way to kill a werewolf with a bullet or knife made from the silver of a melted-down crucifix and make sure you burn the corpse, otherwise it's going to come back as a vampire. Nowadays, we know the two of the major characteristics of werewolves are easily explainable. That's the foaming mouth and the ability to turn anyone they bite into another werewolf. Both of these are their basis in rabies. I'm sure in the Middle Ages, a rabid dog, wolf, or person foaming at the mouth would have been terrifying. And obviously, being bitten by a rabid animal spreads the disease in the same way that they thought that the curse of the werewolf was passed. While we're in London, let's give a listen to the famous Irishman. He's performed some of the most interesting Irish music of the past few years, and his writing reflects an ethnic pride. Talking about Shane McGowan, and here he is with his band, The Pogues. The band was originally called Pogue Mahone, which is Gaelic for Kiss My Ass. The BBC figured that out and banned this single. They shortened their name to The Pogues, and that's how we know them today. Here they are with their song about the underside of London town. Written and sung by Shane McGowan. The Pogues, Dark Streets of London. I like to walk in the summer breeze Down Dalling Road by the dead old tree I drink with my friends The Hammersmith Broadway They dirty, delightful old drunken old days And the wind took him down And I left it so dearly The pubs and the bookies where you'd spend all your time and the old man that was singing When the roses bloom again And turn like the leaves To a new summertime Now the winds have come down I can't stand the chill The 
have a Shane McGowan along with the Pogues. Dark streets of London. Well, while we're in London, it's just a short trip via the channel to France. This singer is known for her sad songs. Some people know her as the Little Sparrow, and some folks call her the French Billy Holiday. It's Edith Piaf and Sous le Ciel de Paris. Sous le ciel de Paris s'envole une chanson. Elle est née d'aujourd'hui dans le cœur d'un garçon. Sous le ciel de Paris marchent des amoureux. Leur bonheur se construit sur un air fait pour eux. Sous le pont de Bercy, un philosophe assis, de musiciens, quelques badauds, puis des gens par milliers. Sous le ciel de Paris jusqu'au soir vont chanter. L'hymne d'un peuple épris de sa vieille cité Près de Notre-Dame Parfois couvre un drame Oui mais à Paname Tout peut s'arranger Quelques rayons du ciel d'été L'accordéon d'un marinier L'espoir fleurit au ciel de Paris. Sous le ciel de Paris coule un fleuve joyeux. Mmh. Il endort dans la nuit les clochards et les gueux. Mmh. Sous le ciel de Paris les oiseaux du bon Dieu. Viennent du monde entier pour bavarder entre eux Et le ciel de Paris a son secret pour lui Depuis vingt siècles, il était pris de notre île Saint-Louis Quand elle lui sourit, il met son habit bleu Il pleut sur Paris, c'est qu'il est malheureux. Quand il est trop jaloux de ses millions d'amants, il fait gronder sur eux son tonnerre éclatant. Mais le ciel de Paris n'est pas longtemps cruel. Pour se faire pardonner, il offre un arc-en-ciel. Pour se faire pardonner. Edith Piaf. She was born in Paris in 1915. Her parents were street entertainers, and as a child, she had to live with poverty and illness, and for a while, she was struck temporarily blind. She worked with her father's touring acrobatic act, 
and she sang in the streets until she was discovered by the promoter Louis Leplay. He renamed her Lemon Piaf, the Waif Sparrow. She adapted the name and became Edith Piaf. The sadness in her songs paralleled the sadness in her life. This is Theme Time Radio Hour, and we're traveling the globe, finding the finest music from every part. Ran into Luke Wilson at the Star of India restaurant. We split about curry, and we were talking about traveling around the world. Listen to what he said. You know, I do like being out of the country, Bob. I'm not a big fan of the flight, but uh, when you get someplace like Rome, for instance, that's probably my favorite. I haven't been a lot of places, but Rome and London, I like those. Something you have to get used to is maybe, I guess, very obviously the money. I usually just kind of put my hand out with everything in it and rely on having an honor system and have them just take what, what they owe them, including a healthy tip. Yes, well, guys, that we've already heard. They were the background singers for Johnny Ray on Cry. Well, the flip side of that 45 was a little white cloud that cried. Cry and a little white cloud on one single. That's value for your buck. That single sold over 5 million copies. While Mitch Miller liked what he heard in the background and signed these guys to their own recording contract. They became the Four Lads and they recorded this song about a famous city in Turkey that had a name change of its own. Here's the Four Lads in 1953. Reached number 10 on the charts. Istanbul, not Constantinople. Istanbul was Constantinople, now it's Istanbul, not Constantinople, been a long time gone, oh Constantinople, still it's Turkish delight on a moonlit night. Every gal in Constantinople lives in Istanbul, not Constantinople, so with you for day in Constantinople, she'll be waiting in Istanbul, even old New York was once New Amsterdam. Why they changed it, I can't say. People just liked it better that way. Take me back to Constantinople. No, you can't go back to Constantinople. Now it's Istanbul, not Constantinople. Why did Constantinople get the works? That's nobody's business but the Turks. Liked it better that way. Take me back to Constantinople. No, you can't go back to Constantinople. Now it's Istanbul, not Constantinople. Why did Constantinople get the works? That's nobody's business but the text. Istanbul. That was the Four Lands. Istanbul, not Constantinople. They received a gold record. Their first one in 1953 for that performance. 
Constantinople was named that by the Eastern Roman Empire's Constantine the Great. It was a symbol of Christian civilization and dominance over the barbarians. In 1453, Sultan Mehmed II conquered the city and changed its name to Istanbul. It took a long time before the name change took. So long, in fact, that the Turkish government officially changed its name on March 28, 1930. Here are some other places that went through name changes. Ethiopia used to be known as Abyssinia, as in Abyssinia in all the familiar places. It used to be known as Ceylon, but now it's known as Sri Lanka. Persia, now Iran. Mesopotamia is now Iraq. Siam is now Thailand. And here's one I don't totally understand. Moldavia is not called Moldova, a change of only two letters. We're going to stop over in Africa right now. Here also linger such primitive art forms as the tribal dance, symbolic animal skins, feathers, amulets, the markings of tribal ritual. Almost within earshot of these resounding drums, there are great modern cities like Johannesburg in South Africa. Here's a band called Shoba, and this record is called Asamba Sire Egore. Then it says in parentheses, let's go to Johannesburg. I have no idea how it translates, but I've always liked it, and I know it's about another city in another part of the world. Here's Shoba. I'm 
was Shoba, and a song that I'm guessing translates to Let's Go to Johannesburg. George Bernard Shaw once said, England and America are two countries separated by the same language. If you do a lot of traveling, you might hit the language barrier. If L.L. Zamahoff had his dream, the language barrier wouldn't be a problem at all. Zamahoff, who was born in Warsaw, Poland, was convinced that a common language would resolve many of the problems that lead to strife and conflict. He wanted to create a planned language. It would be kind of a language equivalent of the Euro. The idea would be you would know your own native language and this other language so you could communicate with everyone in the world. This planned language would be very simple. It would lack nuance. You wouldn't be able to write great works of literature with it. You wouldn't have to because you'd have your own native language to do that. The language was known as Esperanto. One guy who supported Esperanto was Bernard Stolman. He started a record label called ESP in 1963. The liner notes on his records were written in Esperanto, and each disc carried the motto, The Artists Alone Decide What You Will Hear on This ESP Disc. And he had some great artists, like Pharaoh Sanders, Arnett Coleman, Sun Ra, The Fugs, The Holy Bottle Rounders, William Burroughs, and Paul Blais. Esperanto never caught on, and neither did ESP Records. But luckily today, we have ESPN. Here's a song about a lady who refused to speak Spanish. From Lubbock, Texas. No, not Bunny Holly. Here's Joe Ely. She never spoke Spanish to me.
She never spoke Spanish to me. There's one part of South America where they don't speak Spanish. They speak Portuguese. It's time now to learn Portuguese. It's a lovely country. It has over 184 million people living there. It's the giant of South America. Nearly half the people in South America live there. It takes up nearly half the continent. I believe it might be bigger than the United States. Their motto is Odum y Progreso, Order and Progress. It's where you find Sao Paulo and Rio de Janeiro, two of the greatest places for a party that I know of. I'm talking about Brazil. It has one of the top singers to come out of Brazil. Here's the little pepper, Ellis Regina, being helped out by Tut Steelman. Here's Tuts and Ellis, Aguiela de Brazil. Qual é o que? 
gente que te penteou, nega Do cabelo duro Qual é o pente que te penteia? Qual é o pente que te penteia? Qual é o pente que te penteia, nega Do cabelo duro Qual é o pente que te penteia? Qual é o pente que te penteia? Qual é o pente que te penteia? Elas Elas Regina and Tut Stillman, Aquela da Brasil. Elas Regina started singing at age 12, and by age 21, she was the most popular and highest paid singer in the country. In 1965, she sang the song Arasteo. It was controversial and nearly censored. In a performance at a big music festival, she posed in Christ-like crucifixion, tears streaming down her face. Elas reached a sad ending. In the late 70s, her second marriage ended. She became addicted to cocaine, but hid it from her friends and family. She was planning on making a new record, but on January 19th of 1982, she was found dead at age 36, another victim of alcohol and cocaine. The little pepper was gone forever. Samuel de Champlain spent most of his life traveling through Canada and founded Quebec. He claimed much of the northern part for France, and that's why much of Canada speaks French today. So in his honor, here's a beautiful song called The Canadian Rockies by the Birds. In the blue Canadian Rockies Spring is silent fruit The golden poppies are blooming round the banks of Lake Louise. Now, oh, how my lonely heart is aching tonight for that girl I left behind. And oh, what I'd give if I could be there tonight with a sweetheart. Who's waiting for me In the blue Canadian Rockies Spring is silent through the trees And the golden poppies are blooming Round the banks of Lake Louise Across the sea they call And on and on the love so true For the blue Canadian Rockies And the one I love to see And the one I love to see 
That was the Birds and the Canadian Rockies from their Sweethearts of the Rodeo album. This is Theme Time Radio Hour, and we're traveling around the world and seeing what music we find. In 1876, Queen Victoria adopted the title of Empress of India, and henceforth, India became known officially as the Indian Empire. There were rumors at one point we were going to swap England, India for Canada. But actually, this is just the rumor I'm trying to start. If you were traveling to and from India, and you were well-to-do, you would have an abbreviation put on your travel arrangements. It would say, Port Out, Starboard Home. This way, you would get the more desirable cabins. Like Sean Connery would say, on the shady side of the ship. <laughs> These would be the best accommodations to the Suez Canal. The abbreviation for Port Out, Starboard Home, that was written on your itinerary, was P-O-S-H. And it is from this abbreviation that we get the term for well-to-do English folk, posh. I don't know where the rest of the Spice Girls got their name, but here's a song that uses a posh accent and talks about the British fiefdom of India. Here's Hal Swain and his band, Hunting Tigers, out in India, yeah. Where are you going? Hunting tigers in India. Well, I see nothing to India. Hunting tigers out in India. Out in, out in, out in India. Yeah, you all know how peevish tigers are. Out in, out in, out in India. They bite, they scratch, they make an awful fuss. It's no use stroking them and saying puss, puss. Hunting tigers out in India. Out in, out in, out in India. Yeah. Tigers in India, but there are no tigers in India. Not now, I've shot them all. Ha, ha, ha. 
That was Hal Swain and his band, Hunting Tigers Out in India. Yeah. India has half the world's population of tigers. I think the rest of them are in Detroit. In India, the national animal is the tiger. The national bird is the peacock. The lotus is the flower. And the national fruit is the mango. Here is truly an international crossroads, where pass the voices of many lands on their way to the far corners of the world. Is it Rio, Santiago, Reykjavik, or Quito you are calling? Well, all these far-off places are at your fingertips. We'll just go to the phones right now. Line two. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Hello? Where are you calling from? From Holland, from Nederland. Wow. You can hear the show in Holland? Um, a friend of mine was holding up his telephone to the radio in New York so I could hear it. Well, that's great. We got a good connection. What can I do for you? Um, well, I was hoping that you uh, could play a song. I suppose you want to hear a song about Holland. Oh, no. I think I I've heard enough songs about Holland. What can I do for you, then? Um, well, maybe a song about uh, Japan. Japan? Yes. We don't hear many songs about Japan over here. Well, okay. What was your name again? Natalie Kester. Okay, Natalie. I'll play a song about Japan, but you've got to do something for me. Um, and what is that? Could you say, you're listening to Theme Time Radio Hour in Dutch? Okay, in a day long, you listen to Theme Time Radio Hour met Bob Dylan. Thanks a lot. We're going to use that on the show. Thanks for calling, and here's some Japanese music for you. But of course, here on Theme Time Radio Hour, we don't do anything nice and easy. If we're going to play a Japanese song, where else is it going to be from but from Bakersfield, California? Here's Buck Owens from 1972, his last number one single, Made in Japan. Day. I remember all the good times I had a walking in the sand With the beautiful girl that I met made in Japan The beauty of her face was beyond my wildest dreams Like cherry blossoms blooming in the mountain in the early Softly took hold of my hand That's when I fell deep in love With the girl made in Japan The birds woke us up at the break of day Her smiling eyes always seem to try to understand All the love in my heart for the girl made in Japan 
she said she'd been promised to another man That's when I left my heart with the girl made in Japan Yes, my heart will always be with the girl made in Japan That was the last man to hit the top ten with a crew cut. Buck Owens, Made in Japan. In the 60s, Made in Japan meant shoddy goods to a lot of people. There was even a rumor that there was a Japanese city named Usa, so they could stamp Made in USA on products and you wouldn't know they were made in Japan. Well, the Japanese sure turned things around, and nowadays they lead the world in many manufactured goods, especially technology. Computers, televisions, automobiles, as well as fashion and entertainment. In the background, Sonny Rollins, How Things in Glacamora, a song that was introduced in the musical Finian's Rainbow. There is no actual Glacamora. Yip Hopberg, who wrote the song, revealed in an interview that Glacamora was made up by him and composer Burton Lee. It was a dummy lyric that they planned on rewriting at some point. Well, there's lots of cities and countries that don't really exist, but you know them anyway. Here's a couple. Shangri-La. It's a mysterious, harmonious valley, supposedly in the western end of the Himalayas, made famous by James Hilton in his novel Lost Horizon. Atlantis was a famous city under the sea. Atlantis was first mentioned by Plato, but made famous most recently by Donovan. There's the bottle city of Kandor. That was the capital city on the planet Krypton. It escaped destruction when it was shrunk by Superman's arch-enemy, Brainiac, and put in a bottle. There's Narnia, the world created by C.S. Lewis. There's L. Frank Baum's Oz. And there's Utopia from Thomas Moore's book. All of these places are fictitious, but not all of them have national anthems. One fictitious country that does was Fredonia, the fictitious country in the Marx Brothers film Duck Soup. Here's the national anthem of Fredonia. Let's go to the land of the double eagle now. Home of over 140 million people. Its capital is Moscow. And the Beatles couldn't wait to get back there. Of course, when they were singing about it, Armenia, Estonia, Kazakhstan, Latvia, Lithuania, Moldova, Russia, Tajikistan, Turkmenistan, Ukraine, and Uzbekistan were all part of it. From their White Album, we have the Beatles back in the USSR. The USSR 
Research team, Dialapse and Bernie Bernstein. With additional research by April Hayes, Callie Gladman, Terrence Michaels, Sean Patrick, and Lynn Sheridan. Librarian, Robert Bauer. Production coordinator, Debbie Sweeney. Production assistance by Jim McBean. Special thanks to Randy Azradi, Coco Shinomiya, and Samson's Diner. For XM Radio, Lee Abrams. Recorded in Studio B in the historic Abernathy building. Studio engineer, Tex Carbone. This has been a great watermark production in association with Big Red Tree. This is your announcer, Pierre Mancini, speaking. Join us again next week for the second leg of our trip around the world.